0: listen to your heart your heart is never wrong
1: Always face the truth your heart won't you more. Welcome to Soul Wealth wealthy conversations that nurture the soul get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life now here's your host Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4NDCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And these conversations have been incredible. They've been inspiring, insightful, informative And I promise you, you need to pull out that soul wealth journal or a notebook or a napkin or whatever you have to write on, because my conversation today is going to blow your mind. I'm almost certain of it. My guest today If you ask her who she is, she will quickly tell you she is God's girl, a full time wife and mother and a part time (laughs) everything else. She is a licensed and ordained pastor, doctor of naturopathy, a master herbalist, New York Times bestselling author, a professor at the City University of New York and host of Ask the Good Doctor on YouTube and Jam Network TV. A graduate of Trinity College of Natural Health. She is a naturopath in the Poconos, treating many how to attain, maintain, and reclaim one's perfect health with everything in nature. Affectionately called the good doctor, she teaches that you are what you eat. She held class weekly on air at Sirius XM Urban View, channel 12645. For years. She's a New York Times bestselling author of the novel based on the movie Soul Food, making her the first African American to novelize a major, major motion picture with six concurrent best-selling books, Faith Under Fire, Betrayed by a Thing Called Love, Web of Deception, the last listening party of the notorious BIG and three books in the Ask the Good Doctor book series. Renewing Your Mind, Inc. is her publishing imprint of Peace <laughs> in the Storm Publishing. The first two releases on this imprint are the Detox Edition Remixed for a Healthy New Youth and just released cookbook Kitchen Warriors 101 Homemade Healthy. She adapted Faith Under Fire. Her memoir about the man who married her knowing he had AIDS, which sold over 250,000 copies into an off Broadway smash hit stage play with co writer Blake Roberts, in addition to the scripts for a feature film and a 13 episode TV series. As a result of this experience, she has become an HIV AIDS educator and is an advocate for abstinence and health literacy. I gotta share this. In her former career, she was a high-powered entertainment publicist, to the stars as director of publicity at Arista Records. In the mid-90s, she represented many music legends. Due to her efforts as director of publicity, her artist sold over 100 million albums worldwide, including the Preacher's Wife soundtrack, one of the best-selling gospel albums of all time, selling an estimated 6 Copies, the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, selling over 12 million copies and winning a Grammy for Best R&B Song. Listen, her bio is phenomenal. She's worked with TLC, Notorious uh, B.I.G., and many others. Her next bestseller is co-created with Michelle Joyce, Women Behind the Mic, curators of pop culture, featuring women who have worked behind the scenes in the entertainment industry and was inspired by more than two decades of experiences. Mary J. Blige's Blue Butterfly Productions will executive produce the docu-series. She lives in the Poconos with her husband, also a pastor, and together they have a teenage daughter. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. This is my big sis, (laughs) y'all.
0: I can't believe you read that word for word. Hi. My
1: mentor. Yes, ma'am. It's important. The people need to hear. Oh, my gosh. They need to know. Because, you know, these days it's cliff notes and abbreviated bios and a two to three sentence introduction. But you've worked too hard. You've planted too many seeds and cultivated too many crops. Oh, well, so give a cliff note version introduction because you are amazing. How are you today? Thank you. I am well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. So, Dr. LaJoyce, listen, what was your experience? (laughs) Besides, I can't believe she's reading every word of that. What was your experience listening to me reflect back to you? A snapshot, really, because I skipped through a, a few sentences. But what was your experience listening to me share all of your accomplishments?
0: It was actually like a panoramic it was as if i was watching a movie as if i were watching it unfold as you were speaking and thank you for your enunciation as a speech professor your clarity i appreciate that and i it's important that we have good speech it is important to have excellent speech impeccable speech and speech with clarity where you can be understood instead of misunderstood uh-huh. so i appreciated that presentation of me to your audience. And I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Yeah, like you are worth every enunciated syllable. (laughs) (laughs) You really are. And, you know, I take the time to do that because you took the time to become this person,
0: to Mm. invest
1: time, energy, sacrifice, tears, money, and all of the other things that experiences that it took to become who you are and who you are still becoming. Mm -hmm. And it's an opportunity for me to celebrate you, to highlight you and to give you what I like to call an affirmation bath and Mm -hmm. to say, thank you. Because what I say to each of my guests, because they each of you have just a phenomenal bio is that you could have taken all of this and tucked it away And been up there in the Poconos, like, I'm going to live my mountain life. Yes, ma'am. Mind my business and let the world do what they do. But you didn't do that. And so at the top of this platform and this conversation, it's my privilege, really, just to give people a snapshot of who you are and what you've done. So thank you for all of this.
0: You are welcome. I want to let you know that it's not like I haven't been tempted to sit on the mountain and live my mountain life and let the world pass by. I certainly have been. But, you know, when you're wired. In a particular way, when you are a healer and a helper, Uh you are wired to run toward danger. Uh And in the body of Christ, I am an intercessor. Uh And. All of the work that I do, it's intercession, what I do in terms of helping to keep others well. I am heading off at the past, something that maybe your blood work did not show and your medical doctor did not know to look for it because it didn't show up in black and white, but you left that office feeling as if the same that you did not feel good, that you don't feel well. And you know that you don't feel well, but there was nothing, there was no empirical evidence to the medical doctor's eye to show why you don't feel well until you come to see me. So then, but you know, what I do is mind, body, and spirit work. Uh And I, I now add to that mind, body, spirit, and electrical work. And, When I marry all of those things together, I ask questions that a medical doctor who is practicing managed care and, and speed doctoring in 15 minutes He'll never come to the understanding because he doesn't even know whether or not you drink coffee, cola, or water. And he certainly has no idea how often you pee and poop. So I get down to the nitty gritty of all of that, even if wanting to know if, you, if your job is your life's assignment. And I'm telling you, Vicki, that when I ask that question of whether or not this is your life's assignment, generally... If it's not, there will be a pause, like, Mm -hmm. and then I always ask, well, what would you rather be doing? And then here come the tears. Because no one in a clinical setting takes the time for real discovery. Mm -hmm. And that is the difference between the naturopathic approach and a traditional one.
1: I'm I'm taking a pregnant pause so, so the Soul Wealth Village can just take that in because I, I think that is so important to decipher and then sit with the difference and really hold what you just explained up as a mirror somewhat, like wow, where are those gaps for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And how can I now connect the dots? And we'll share your contact information at the end of our conversation shortly. Who are you at your core, Dr. LaJoyce? You take away all of your titles and accomplishments, the millions of records that you know you have promoted and put out into the world, the celebrities you know. Like you take away all of that. Who is LaJoyce, Brookshire? What are your core values?
0: Well, I'm God's girl at the core. Uh That's it. That's all. I am, like I said, I'm an intercessor. I'm a worshiper. And you could take away everything and leave me that. Mm. I'm good. (laughs) I am good. And it's so interesting because when you speak of the millions of records sold, my office was a sanctuary. And I kept my door closed with a blessed oil dripping cross on my door, and there were interestingly enough there were some people who couldn't cross the threshold, but that was the prayer, you understand. Yeah, they would just open the door and toss in something because I had a basket at the door for you to leave stuff because I know people. Everyone could not come in, and I had two chairs at the door, and the first one I used to call the crying chair, and people knew that if they were having a rough day, they could come there and sit there and just cry. I'd hand them tissue. I'd hold their hand for a moment and hold space with them. Uh I later learned as a chaplain, a clinical chaplain, that holding space is oh it's so valuable. Yes. And so I guess I've been doing that work for a long time. So at my core I am the girl from the south side of Chicago who I hold my greatest and dearest secrets with the people on my block who I grew up with. Uh (laughs) And I have very long lasting friendships. My dearest friend, my oldest and dearest friend from nursery school is my child's goddaughter. The best man from our, the, the man responsible for Gus, my husband, Gus and I meeting was the best man at our wedding and my daughter's godfather. Uh, We have very, I have very long lasting friendships. Mm -hmm. I count myself as a good friend because, and I have lots of good friends, but in order to be a good friend, to have friends, you have to first be one. Oh,
1: yummy. Just good. Just so good. Y'all see why I love her. She really is my big sis. Who inspires you? Where do you glean your
0: inspiration? I like I'm doing what you do intentionally taking a sigh. I glean my inf- inspiration from the women in my village mm-hmm. who have endured time. They have endured unthinkable tests. They have managed to hold up the nations they have because they have birthed the nations and they have done so with grace through tears and toils and tribulations. But I have watched them prevail, hold up their hands in worthy praise while changing a diaper, stirring a pot and that has, that comes to my remembrance in tough times. And that's where I glean my, from where, that's from where I glean my inspiration.
1: That's so good. <laughs> women, women, we are, we heal one another. Mm-hmm. And when we are in collective spaces with the intention to hold sacred space for one another. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it. That's true. You don't even have to say anything. It's just mm-hmm. the presence and energy exchange that can be healing. And so that, that is just so soothing. And even scripture says the older women should teach the younger women.
0: That's right.
1: Right. And so when you have the privilege to be in multi-generational spaces with women, Mm -hmm. there is absolutely nothing, nothing like that. Understanding that we learn many lessons over a course of our lifetimes, share one of your greatest lessons It can be from any period about anything. Share one of your greatest lessons that after you learned that and began to live by that it caused you to pivot is there uh, a like that and <laughs> here
0: is: I want to tie into the statement you made before you asked the question you said being in multi-generational spaces
1: mm-hmm.
0: so the greatest lessons that I have learned have been from being in multi-generational spaces while I have 26 first cousins but I can always be found at the feet of the elders. I'll come play bid wish with you and I'll, ju- I'll jump you on double dutch to show you who's the queen. But I'm going back to the kitchen where we're snapping bees, beans and stirring pots mm-hmm. and learning the family recipes. I Everyone loves the family rolls. Okay. We call them the rolls. Uh-huh. Right they're a yeast roll (laughs) and they bake up really high and fluffy and like you kind of tear it off and it stretches and the heat pops out. Okay. I'm the only one in the family who learns, who has learned how to make them, but everyone loves them. So every time there's a funeral, I take the rolls. So I just very quietly put a roll on my plate and and a cousin will go, you made the rolls? And they'll put whatever roll they had on the table or somewhere, (laughs) find the rolls, okay? What I learned how to make the rolls and the cinnamon rolls and the pound cake and the pineapple upside down cake and everything else I have learned how to make from sitting at the feet of the elders, telling stories, listening to stories, the oration, the passing down of the family tales that is those have been my
1: greatest lessons. It's so important for us to pass down the family tales. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It is so good and the bad honey. Yes. 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 It is so important. And <laughs> when you're the one who is the instigator of yeah. in your family, it can it, it can be a lonely spot. Mm. But you know, you're, it's an on purpose spot. Mm -hmm. You know, I, so I get that. It's so important for those oral traditions and stories and some secrets and mistakes to be passed down. And And for the food. Yes. The food food that
0: has nourished us. Now I'm not talking about the food that has killed us. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, One of the things that I always say is (laughs) that we don't really inherit many diseases. There are not many diseases that are hereditary. There really are not. Not many at all, like literally you can count them on one hand. What we inherit are family recipes with two pounds of butter and a macaroni and cheese dish and five cheese Mm -hmm. and uh, a pound of this and that, of butter and, corn syrup in the baklava or it, you know, these are the things, the lard that's used instead of maybe a coconut shortening. So when we start, when I start talking about a Kitchen Warriors 101 homemade healthy, yeah, it's homemade, but homemade healthy. What I have done in that book is I have remixed comfort foods, foods that we love with ingredients that won't kill you. Mm. So when you want that taste of something homemade that reminds you of your childhood, that, you know, like, Oh gosh, if I don't have that gumbo, I'm just going to have a fit. but the gumbo is not going to clog your pores. The, Uh the pound cake is not going to give you a heart attack. And because it's made with lighter organic it's made fresh, It's not a one, two, three, four cake out of the box that has preservatives and and things that you cannot even pronounce, which don't even belong anywhere between our lips. So these are the things that that I am encouraging people to do because what we want to do is we want to maintain that nostalgia in a way that's now suitable for a more healthier lifestyle because you know how mom and them or auntie them cook that food. It killed your uncle. Uh-huh. Yes, it did. It uh-huh. did. And maybe a cousin or two. All right. Uh-huh. But we, had, we don't want to make that admission. See, we don't want to admit that food is a killer. It kills you slowly. And nobody but you and the good Lord have any idea of really what happened. You ate yourself to death. Wow. Okay. Now I wrote Soul Food, the book. That novelized it, that was based on the movie. But what they ate every Sunday contributed to grandmother's diet, to, to Mama Joe's grand diabetes. When they were showing all that good food on there, I was hanging my head because I was, I was in the healthy space, not a doctor at that point. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my gosh, this food is just like, and we all know what that food is, but then we weren't, I wasn't surprised that this was gonna be grandma's plight. Mama Joe's plate. Uh-huh. It was evident. So when people are, when I look at people, what people eat, unlike the traditional doctor, you know, I'm asking the questions, you know, how many days, how many times a day do you even eat vegetables? Oh, not as often as I should can be an answer, or <laughs> I don't, you know. And they're eating. The, when they do, it's something that's out of a can or frozen, which I like to call food for emergencies. <laughs> okay, and like you live in the Poconos for when the lights go out. All right, for several know. days. Okay, all right. So I am, I am not a fan of that kind of model, but when people have this steady diet of junk to, that is seemingly sustaining them, that when they crash and burn, we can see why, and we can see
1: why together. I'll take a deep breath. I know she just like slapped you with a lot of love and it's stinging a little bit, but just breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you said just breathe. Just, just breathe. Just take a deep breath. Listen, we we really are winding down and you, there's so much that we can share. Um, I, I have another question and then we want to direct people to how they can connect with you and get more of the good doctor. What are you grateful for?
0: Uh, I am grateful for family. Mm-hmm. I am grateful to be able to inhale and exhale without pain. Yes. Yeah. I am grateful to be able to bend over and touch my toes Mm -hmm. and that I am grateful that I don't look like what I've been through.
1: I'm grateful. Simple things, Mm -hmm. simple things because they mean a lot and they become big things when we don't have the capacity to enjoy or embrace or use those simple things Mm -hmm. anymore. And that, that is, why one of the reasons why you are here i already know the legacy you're going to leave you're living it (laughs) you know your your legacy has not been delayed until after you transition to be activated you are actually living your legacy where you are helping us to be homemade healthy yes and, and detoxed and you know, to eliminate inflammation and to strengthen Mm. your immune system, all the good stuff that you teach and share and talk about. And now you are a publisher? I am. Talk about your publishing company before we share how people can get in touch with you. My publishing
0: company (laughs) is Renewing Your Mind, Inc., Mm -hmm. I-N-K. And we are a... An imprint of the of the Peace and the Storm Publishing. Yes, with Elisa Gabrielle, who is a major publishing major, major publisher and a major author in her own right. And we have come together. It's interesting because Elisa's mother was one of the giants in my life. You speak of me being your big sister. Her mother was like my mother in the record industry. Mm. She actually ushered me in to acceptance amongst a group of women who gave me a very hard time when I first came on the scene in New York City. And it wasn't a long, it was because of her, her mother's name is Mike Bernardo. i like to pay homage to her. Mm -hmm. Mike Bernardo was, she worked at Warner Brothers and RCA and Universal with Andre Harrell. And she was a giant in the record industry, a legend uh, on the promotion side when there were not many women doing promotions. And Mm -hmm. she was statuesque, six feet, and always had on fur coats and beautiful clothing. And, oh, she was fabulous. And so she made the women, and the women treated me so badly. I used to call them the funky divas. And um, so they were all at a luncheon one day. And I was like, oh gosh, why are they here? You know, it was a Sunday afternoon. I had just gotten oh. off the air. I was doing a gospel show. And, and so she said, she called me over and said, don't sit over there by yourself. She made, she told him, move over, let Lajoyce sit next to me. And we pulled up a chair in another place setting. And by the, who are your mom and then? Where are you from? What you want to be when you go up? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, huh, I like LaJoyce. Don't we? This is what she said to the Funky Divas. And I'm like looking around the table like, oh my God, this is never going to go well. And they were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, my office phone started ringing. And instead of me calling them, they were calling me. And that's thanks to Mike Bernardo, who is Elisa's mother. And we are working together today.
1: What an amazing story. I know, it's just... That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. So Full circle moment.
0: A full circle moment. So we are we have a small handful of... Of of writers um, these days, and uh, uh, sorry, and okay. we, and we are uh, and we are looking forward to publishing publishing people who just really need to have a shot and really need to understand where their place is in the publishing world, but no one to guide them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, being a healer and being a helper in this regard in publishing. So that's the that's what Renewing Your Mind, Inc. is all about. I and- oh, love
1: it. Renewing Your Mind, I, Inc. How can our listeners connect with you? Where do you want to direct them?
0: Uh, they can connect with me through, uh, if they'd like to send me an email for a phone consultation, if they can just say they were here on Soul Wealth, I'll give your listeners a discount, and that is, that'll be $50 off of my regular price for saying that you were listening to Dr. Vicki and I, and that email address is Dr. Brookshire, D-R Brookshire, B-R-O-O-K. S-H-I-R-E at outlook.com or at contact me through askthegooddoctor.org. That's askthegooddoctor.org. And you can join me each and every Wednesday on YouTube at one o'clock live. And anytime thereafter on my YouTube channel,
1: Ask the Good Dr. LeJoyce. So amazing. Thank you for this incredible conversation here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3 HD4 and radiogovernor You can visit my website at VickyJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky. And Vicky is V I K K I. Listen, Soul Wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention, live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand, it's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit vickyjohnson.com or click on soul Wealth at dcradio.gov.